0: Welcome to a couple of rad techs podcast where we bring you an inside look at the world of radiology from the unique perspective of a married couple of radiologic technologists. Together we have years of experience, exactly 30 years in the field, and we are here to demystify the science of medical imaging. Radiology is the unsung hero of the medical field, providing doctors with crucial images and information that help diagnose and treat illnesses. Join us as we explore the latest techniques, technologies, and innovations in radiology and discover the vital role we play in the healthcare industry so come along for the ride as we share our passion for radiology as a married couple
1: i like write it out phonetically to people i do like ky and then days like multiple days and then however you want to phonetically write Ataj. oh you got it that's Already. what i just did
0: I'm like, <laughs> I just had it. like how in the world did i not continue because i was just rolling with it just a minute ago while you were yeah. gone <laughs> okay, so here we go. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Healthy Trails of Living. We are having an amazing conversation today. I am Chandria Singleton, the host of Healthy Trails Living Wellness Chit Chat. We are getting that conversation going. We have an amazing guest today, Kai Desitaj, and she is. Let me just give you guys this brief title here. She is a movement and meditation coach, an artist, and copyright. She loves creating and collaborating with others, and she is a meditation coach and certified yoga teacher, believing in the power of a quiet mind, helping professionals harness their power through movement and meditation, and also, you guys, she creates bold and eye-catching modern art. We're going to talk about all of that, and she creates engaging written content. She turns her clients' words into engaging content. So welcome, Kai, to our program.
1: Hi, Chandria. Thank you so much for having me.
0: It is my pleasure. We've had a great conversation before and I just feel it's so important to continue this conversation and have you as a guest uh, because I was actually attracted. We were in a, a video challenge together and mm-hmm. I saw your page and your movement. We did a video challenge and you were moving on there and I can't do yoga. I'm a Pilates kind of girl. I tip mm-hmm. over with yoga. Uh, <laughs> Pilates, I have a reformer. I love fitness. I love staying you know, healthy and I was just Loving how you. I'm a ballerina. I did ballerina gymnastics. So oh wow,
1: that's awesome! Yeah.
0: So I was just when I saw you, and I was like, "Man, I want to do that." Number one, but yeah. this was so relaxing watching you. So tell us mm-hmm. what do you do? I know I just gave a rundown, but you tell us what it is that you do.
1: Yeah. So I guess starting with yoga. So movement and meditation are a really big part of this phase of my life right now. I just left my full time job so I could focus on yoga and meditation. And so right now I am doing a movement and meditation coaching program where I work with professionals to help them release shame, guilt, and fear because those are holding them back from showing up as their best selves. And so through the process of movement, meditation, and mindset work over the course of four weeks, I work with them to retrain their brains and revamp and revisit their self-care routine so they can more consistently come back to their self-care routine to release any shame or guilt or fear or any of the triggers that might come up to bring those emotions to the surface so that they can be their best self in all areas of their life. And I actually just launched it this week. So I've been able to, like, interact with my clients in this first beta phase for my course, and it feels surreal. This idea that had been brewing in my head, I worked with a coach, um a really awesome coach named Veronica to bring the course to life and now seeing it and seeing my clients interact with it it's a really uh, rewarding experience. <laughs> oh wow, that is amazing. It is
0: rewarding to be able to see your baby come to life. You know, yeah. <laughs> and to bring it out to people. I'm in the middle of putting together a new program for myself and just the work that goes into it, I mean, when you finally roll it out to people, I mean, What's your process? Like, what do you go through to really bring your clients, you know, what they need? Like, what are some of the things that you think about when it comes to meditation and yoga and what that really means for just regular folks?
1: Yeah. Well, honestly, I'm pulling from my life experience. So I came to yoga and meditation from trauma and I was in this place where I couldn't really receive the help that I needed. I didn't know how to ask for help and I didn't want to receive it. And so when I found movement first in the form of dance and then in the form of yoga and then meditation, I was suddenly able to break down the walls I'd been building up so I could soften and receive the help that I needed. And I noticed that in my eight-year journey with yoga, dance, and meditation, I was in a way healing my shame, guilt, and fear so that I could show up as my best self, and I didn't really even put all of that together Mm -hmm. until I worked with my coach, but it was all already there for me to tap into. And that's how I know it works because I know what it feels like to feel deeply ashamed, to feel deeply fearful, to feel guilty about everything. And I know how that held me back from showing up as my full self. And so I am utilizing All that I've learned in my journey with movement, meditation and mindset work, it took me eight years to get to this. But I have compiled it into four transformational weeks for each of my clients. That includes one to one coaching so that I can really work with them and meet them where they are so that they can have a transformative month and then transformative months ahead.
0: Wow. The changes. And you talked about fear. I'll tell you just firsthand, you know, getting a coach and having that, you know, Non-judgmental person there who has no skin in the game to kind of expose some things, you know. It's an amazing feeling. Sounds fearful, but for me, um, I I can really resonate what you said. I did a Brene Brown uh, Mm -hmm. course, and it actually love her. Oh, girl, it was amazing. Yeah, Um, what
1: was the course on? Was it around like
0: full leaders? Brave Leaders okay. course. Um, I took it and it was eight weeks. It was the my mother is actually doing it right now. And she's like, oh, yes, wow. the first day, and she's like, I'm excited. I'm really excited. You know, and, and it's beautiful to see when I went through that course, it helped me to see. I didn't call co- I didn't consider myself a fearful person.
1: Yeah.
0: I really am kind of the person that kind of, okay, I'm gonna try. The worst somebody can do is say no. Or mm-hmm. if I fail, so what? I'll just figure out another way to do that same thing. Until I get it right, or I'll just move on to something else. Obviously, that wasn't for me. That's my attitude with stuff. Like it yeah. really, nothing really too much scares me unless it's gonna kill me, you know. <laughs> but other than that, it really doesn't. But when I took that course, I was like, oh wow, I am fearful. Mm-hmm. I am fearful of this, this, and that, or you know, or not as sure of myself in this, this, and that arena. Different just yeah. bring out different things in us, and I can only imagine what your four week course is gonna do. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, I'm intrigued to see how how things like shape up at the end of the month for all my clients.
0: Yeah, so please type in the, uh, there's a private chat if you could type in your web link. I'll edit this out. Type in Mm -hmm. your link for your program so I can run that ticker along the bottom of it.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll do that.
0: Go ahead and type that in and I'll run it. I'll edit this part out, but I wanted to make sure I told you. And then uh, any website that you have, if it's the website for the program or a website for you, period, whatever you want me to run in that ticker, go ahead and type it in
1: um, okay. Um, and the next thing we're probably going to talk about is art, so I'll just go ahead and add my art website.
0: Okay, so this is your program right here. Okay. Yes. What's the name of your program?
1: The it's the Live Free of Shame, Guilt, or Shame, Fear, and Guilt um, Coaching Program. It's a mouthful. <laughs> oh. I can spell programs. Okay, there we go. <laughs> and then this is the link to my art website. Okay. Thank and you. then if we have time, and we me mention it. I also have this website that I started at the end of last year focused on moon meditations. Um, And I had some like really awesome in-person just meditations under the full moon. And I'm trying to revive that now that we're in a almost post-COVID world. Um, I'm kind of excited about it. Okay, Okay. so I
0: can only imagine what people are going to experience during your live free of shame fear and guilt program you guys the website is running along the bottom of the screen there be sure to grab it screenshot it whatever you have to do take a look at kai's program i mean this is amazing especially that you're using movement how important or why do you think movement is so different from just sitting down and helping people look at their fears and trying to navigate it what's the difference with movement in your opinion
1: So the reason why I start with movement and then move to meditation and then to mindset work is because I think movement was the easiest way for me to quiet my mind because I just had all these racing thoughts all the time and they weren't constructive. It was just repetitive and it brought me down. It brought negative energy. And so with movement, it's easier for me to just focus on my body and focus on the present moment. And that's kind of what helped me with the discipline of refocusing my mind on the present moment which then makes it a little bit easier when I'm sitting still because I've already kind of got the practice while I'm doing the, the yoga flows or whatever movement I'm like doing to heal.
0: Feeling like a popsicle in the hospital? Well, ditch the hospital chills. Scrubmates, a base layer designed by a healthcare professional understands the struggles of staying warm. Keep yourself toasty and your valuables secure with convenient zippered pockets. Support a small female-owned business and try Scrubmates today. You'll get 15% off your order using my code RADTEX at checkout. Thanks, Scrubmates, for bringing us this episode of a couple of Text podcasts. Now let's get into the episode. Wow. And so many people, you know, and this maybe does not... uh, uh, um, compared to what you're doing or the movement that you do. But I, I, I've taken this TikTok course now, this five day challenge okay. for TikTok. And the young lady that's teaching it, she's huge into dancing on TikTok. Okay. And you wouldn't mm-hmm. think she, I mean, she's not like a great dancer, but she's just having fun. She's She's put aside all her fears and she's like just doing her thing and she's killing it. And now she's teaching us how to do it. And I would say when I first started, I was like, I am not dancing on anybody's camera. <laughs> I am not gonna. <laughs> and I like to dance, and I think I can dance. But it was just the like, what are people gonna say? And my mm. first video, a friend of mine did say, "What are you doing? You look crazy." You know, and I was like, hmm, "Whoa, wow!" Well. And I made sure after that, I put even more videos of me dancing after that because,
1: That's
0: awesome. yeah, because I was like, you know, at first I kind of thought like, "Oh yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that," and I was like, "Why are you allowing other people's?" And my husband's response, this is interesting, when he heard, I read it to him and he was like, she's just mad because she wants to do it, but she's too scared to do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and he went back to his tablet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so funny when he said, and after that, I've been doing my little dancing, whether it's yeah. good or not, ever since then, and I really don't care anymore. You know, I've, I've been more creative through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I find more of my creativity comes out and I'm less right fearful of trying other things because I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. But when I look, I see so many people say, I would never do that. I would never do that. Never dance on there. I would never move or do any kind of movement. Yeah, um, And they just sit there like sticks. And I mm-hmm. think how much more people connect on my videos where I'm either gesturing or moving or dancing. And I was thinking about your program where you use movement Mm-hmm. Something about dance that just brings the shyest person, the most timid person, the most excited p- people out, and they can connect on that.
1: Oh, yeah, it's this beautiful universal language. Like through traveling and we've talked about our traveling experiences, I've been able to embrace like music and food in different places. And like even the places where I don't necessarily speak the same language as the people that I'm visiting with, somehow music manages to bring us together. It could be through dance. It could just be sitting still and enjoying the music. It could be, Having tea together, you know, it's just a really beautiful thing when we're able to let our egos go. I feel like the ego part is what gets in the way. People are like, well, I don't want to do something wrong. I don't want someone to judge me. But when you let go of that, that, like, little bit of, like, shame that's in you, it, like, is a sense of freedom. And that's why I think you're able to feel more creative afterwards because you let your your conscious mind stop telling you what to do. And you're just kind of letting your heart and soul, like speak through your body. And it's a very infectious thing. Like anytime I go out and I like see someone dancing and they're having a blast, like it brings a smile to my face. I can't help but smile. And sometimes I want to dance too. It's like, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing.
0: I love it. And so what are some of the other things that you tackle? We talk about movement. What are, what's something else that you tackle in your program?
1: Yeah. So after movement is meditation. And so the meditation portion for shame, guilt, and fear is about sitting still and not running from what comes up. So a lot of the students or a lot of my clients aren't um, experienced with meditation. They've had a little bit of experience. They've dabbled, but it's relatively new. And so in this course, I'm teaching them classic meditation techniques, but I'm also utilizing meditations that are a bit more active. So like a classic meditation is really passive. It's about quieting your mind and quieting your thoughts so that you can just be breathing and being in the present moment. Whereas a more active meditation could be allowing the thoughts to come up and maybe just like following them in a mindful way. So in a way of like observing, but without judgment. I think that when we're feeling fear, shame, and guilt, it's really easy to be triggered, feel a memory come up, judge it, and then like want to shove it away. And that's not how we heal. And so utilizing both passive and active meditation techniques, we're able to sit within those (laughs) discomfort, sit in the uncomfortable moments and embrace the discomfort so that we can move through it. That is so this is just
0: amazing. This is a great conversation because and I think people should really think about that. that When I know my grandma, I grew up in a big family. It's like. 30 of us grew up at the same time together and they're over 50 first cousins. I got a huge family. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't have any kids. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly why I don't have, I love children, but I just, I've, I've done all that now, you know, I've done that, you know, because Mm -hmm. I've always had kids around me. I'm grateful for the way I grew up, but my grandmother would literally say quiet. Like we would have Mm -hmm. quiet time. And I mean, she didn't have a name for it, but I know she just needed time with her thoughts. Mm-hmm. And she wanted us to practice having time with our thoughts. To so You don't always have to be moving and going and thinking mm-hmm. and doing. Just stop for a second. And it would be like, you know, minutes, not just for a second. Like everybody sit down and I need y'all not to talk mm-hmm. and just take a pause.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's, you know, I think back now to, now that I'm more aware of things and people have names for things to what she was really doing. And I love that we're going back to a lot of the original things. You know, I'd look at even the things that mm-hmm. everybody's saying, get glass jars instead of plastic. My grandma always had mason jars. Mm-hmm. Like we never had plastic Tupperware or anything. And how she was yeah. with those mason jars from her jelly, you know, the jelly that she bought from the store, and she mm-hmm. washed it out. You, you better not throw it away. <laughs> you know, she had a dryer, but she hung her clothes on the line. It was time mm-hmm. for her to go out and spend time in nature, listen mm-hmm. to the birds, you know, watch the animals run around, and you know. It was just her time and we didn't interrupt it. So I love that people are becoming more aware and we all have things in the past that have come up. I was just thinking as you were talking, you know, sometimes when we have those things that uncomfortable things that come up when we're just a quiet space. And we do. I'm speaking to myself. Say, I don't want to think about that right now. Yeah. And it's
1: so easy when our phones are right here. It's like you don't even have to consciously say, I don't want to think about it. You could just open Facebook. You could open Instagram. And then suddenly the thoughts and the feelings are gone, but they're still there. And with movement, they can sometimes live in our muscles. Like maybe you have tension in your neck from Mm -hmm. a stressful job that was years in the past that you haven't let go of. It's like little things like that that we don't pay attention to because we don't give ourselves the chance. And what's so beautiful about practicing quiet moments of stillness, it's really helpful for our productivity. As professionals, if we're constantly consuming, constantly on the go and not giving our brains time to fully absorb what we're understanding and consuming, it does us a deficit. Like we're not performing at our most efficient, most greatest self. And so if we're able to sit quietly and maybe move past that discomfort and really just embrace like hanging up laundry outside or doing the dishes or maybe just like sitting with your dog and not doing anything else, like it's such a beautiful thing. And it's such a simple thing that it takes a little bit of discipline to practice yeah. now that we're in this age of distraction, distraction, distraction.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is, I mean, I don't think I ever thought about that. Stuff. So this is great. And you talked about travel. We had a great discussion on travel. Yeah, we did. <laughs> the audience, where have you been? You guys, cause this you know, this is less chit chat, wellness and travel. So we're yes. gonna talk a little bit about just a little bit about travel because she has traveled the world. So tell us where have you
1: traveled? Okay, so I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. That is where I was born. That's where a lot of my family is, my mother country. And then, of course, the United States where we are now. Um, I've been to Mexico, I've been to the Cayman Islands, um, Belize, Cuba, uh, Paris, or sorry, what's that? France, <laughs> England, um, all different places in China. Oh, wow. And I, think I've, I think I've listed all of them. <laughs>
0: Well, that, that is amazing. I mean, what's been your most favorite spot? And it's hard to say because. Yeah, that is my like favorite.
1: <laughs> yeah. OK, so I think the most rewarding trip for me was my China trip just because I was so far out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I had never seen myself in that kind of constant discomfort before. Um and yeah it was just really rewarding all around it was a really cool project i got to see some really awesome places like the great wall and go to hong kong and see that huge buddha like it was all really really cool i think the trip i had like the most fun was belize we were working on a cacao farm and we were helping them with their marketing because not only did they make chocolate but they also like did farm tours so to give us an immersive experience they took us on the farm tour And at the end of the tour was this really awesome, pristine river. We were at the very top of the river. We were watching the water literally bubble out of the ground and it was like a lazy river. So we just floated down the river and it was just such a beautiful experience. (laughs) Like there were little boys running around barefoot while I was in like my fancy hiking shoes because I thought that's what I needed, you know? Um, But overall a really, really good experience. I don't know. I could say something positive about every country I've been to. It's like every different community that I've gotten to immerse myself in has been loving and enriching in so many different ways.
0: I've learned something from every trip. I think you and I talked about Japan.
1: Mm, I want to go to Japan, but oh, I've never was, been. Okay. It we was talked about China, I think, and we talked about France, maybe? Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the countryside when I go to France. I went yeah. I'm i going to go to the country. That's the one place I did not go in France. Um, it's so funny. I think of the trips. Each trip has been memorable. I have my favorite place of Japan
1: yeah.
0: uh, and South Africa. Those are my two top yeah. places. Um, but I have so many others that were top two. Everything's really close. Yeah. But the Funniest trip for me and my family. We still talk about this to this day. My husband didn't go. He. It was my mom, my sister, her daughters. We decided to go to Costa Rica, stay in our friend's Ooh. apartment. He has an apartment next to his home and he had moved back to Florida and left. You know, so he just rented an apartment out. So we got the apartment and we were able to get a tour guide. We went to the uh, the volcano, you know, where it had the the, um, zip lining. My nieces had never been zip lining. So their aunt had been in their uncle. So I was taking my niece on her first zip lining trip and she was so excited. She was about 14 or 13, something like that. So she stuck with me. The other knee stuck with my sister and oh my goodness, we went tubing. I've never been tubing. I've been rafting before, you know, with a yeah. guide. It's two mm-hmm. different things. Oh yeah. yeah. Two different things that I was not aware of. I would never <laughs> tube in,
1: in my life. <laughs> <laughs> was it a pretty rough water situation? Yes. They had <laughs>
0: torrential rains before we got there. Ooh. And in Costa Rica, they have crocodiles. Oh <laughs> yeah. So when we got to the place, we were on a bus with everybody else. They took us up the river. We did the zip and they had so many people mm-hmm. and not enough guys. And a guy, his Spanish was a lot faster than I could understand. I can understand Spanish, but it has to be a little slower. Mm-hmm. And he really was mumbling when well, he grabs me, grabs my thing, hooks it and pushes me. And I thought yeah. I was going to die. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. <laughs> this then is my, it. This yeah, is the last was moment. Like, there was nothing I could do. He literally grabbed the hoist. that was around my hip, hooked, and pushed. I like yeah. to make sure whenever somebody hooks me, that is hooked. I double check yeah. before I jump. That's just me when I zipline. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I'm dead. I'm <laughs> in canyons. And my niece was shaking. And she was like, it was a lot of work. It was a fun zipline, but I have never worked that hard. Like I had to mm. climb over canyons, climb through rocks. Wow, that was, sounds was, like a cool adventure. It was very beautiful, but it was a lot of work. And the clincher was when we went tubing, the waters were so fast and rough. And at the end, they had this rope that you had to grab onto. Okay. So you didn't go further past where the crocodiles were. Stop. Just a rope? Y'all should have told me that before I got in this bus and rode up here <laughs> You know so people, the waters were so rough people were falling off of their tubing children Whoa. were separated from their parents i had to i didn't fall off my tubing thank goodness no my nieces didn't fall but they lost their shoes because they were hitting rocks you know yeah. it was the craziest thing ever and we got off people were missing shoes children were crying looking for their parents people oh were bloody and I, we got yeah. back and my mom goes what happened to you <laughs> I said did we just pay to almost die like <laughs> why did we pay to almost die like you paid not...
1: for a thrill and they said we will give you a thrill
0: <laughs> that was our funniest one like we slept for a whole day after that adventure yeah. but it was a memory that we made together um I don't think any of us will ever tube again
1: we were white <laughs> around but we would never oh my gosh again. do not rule it out come to North Carolina go okay. to the mountains or in the middle region where there's hills the rivers are not that fast and you can just lazily tube along maybe even like bring a nice little beverage with you oh, it's a nice relaxing time That's not always raging waters for. yeah that's what my what I saw in my head when I went but
0: that's not what I experienced and then yeah. one man almost missed the rope because he was spinning my oh, sister grabbed yeah, his no. leg I'm like oh this is
1: this he is, was yeah. almost crocodile once <laughs> <laughs>
0: i was like i am not missing that rope i don't care how much i'm spinning my arms were in the air i was gonna catch that rope it wasn't a tiny rope. Either. i don't know how that guy missed it oh my goodness
1: i heard and you know out. he like tells that story and your sister is part of it she saved my life everyone oh
0: yeah we, some others. Yes. one man fell off and he's grabbing my niece's tube to hold on and she's beating him trying to get off her tube <laughs>
1: You're not taking me with you. She, that's what she, said. she
0: said, I was not dying with him. I
1: can't swim. <laughs> he should have fell off his raft. Wow. That is brave to get in a tube if you can't swim. That is brave. Everybody saw the advertisement
0: of people just chilling in a tube and rolling down. Yeah. That's what we all thought, but that's mm-hmm. not what happened. So, you know, yeah. that that was the funniest, most exciting trip that we've ever taken. So travel, I tell people, you know, travel, have fun. You know, it's memories, you know, especially now that mm-hmm. I can't take with my family right now. You know, so we we have those memories. We can live back. You look back mm-hmm. and li- relive those memories and just crack up laughing.
1: Yeah, it's,
0: it's worth it. One hundred percent. Now, I do want to talk about as an artist. Tell us, mm. have you always been an artist? What kind of art do you do? Mm. And I'm going to put you guys her website here, how you can learn more
1: about her art. So t- tell us more, Kai so i've always been a creative like growing up i played music i played alto sax and oboe for many many years and i stopped when i got to college and through college my creative outlet was mostly dance and then after college i had a really hard time finding dance classes that felt good there just were a lot that were like really ballet and technique focused Mm -hmm. which wasn't really my training like modern dance and contemporary were more like what i was leaning toward and the classes I would find didn't work with my work schedule. So I was just like, okay, universe, like I need something. I need some kind of creative outlet. I need movement and I want it now. And then yeah. the next day I opened my phone and I'm on Instagram, just scrolling and I happen upon a poor art video. And I was watching the paint move. I was seeing the vibrant colors and I was like, I bet I could do this. Yeah. And so I just decided to try. I like went on YouTube and went to Mixed Media Girl. Her YouTube channel has like every possible poor painting how-to video that I ever needed. And so I like, I spent, I think, three hours just watching videos and taking notes. And then I went to Lowe's. I went to Lowe's and I bought all the supplies I needed. I went to Michael's, I bought some more supplies. And I came home with this like big old box of just stuff. And I tried it and for whatever reason I was good at it. Like I watched some like poor fail videos where like the paint just turns gray or like it just doesn't look very good. But for some reason it just clicked for me. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, this feels like a gift from the universe so I'm just gonna keep following it and see what happens and I ended up drawing inspiration from like nature inspiration from like watching smoke billow in a still room when I have incense lit getting inspiration from like the stars at night when I visit the mountains and I would see it come through in my art as I would pour like it would kind of be this like subconscious Mm -hmm. flow state that I would dive into as I was like mixing colors and listening to music and enjoying the good vibes And then I decided to make videos. I got a light. I got a a tripod for my phone. I only use my iPhone for videos, and I just like would record record my process and share it on Instagram. And then. From that, within a year, I grew from 400 to 16,000 followers. Wow. People were just loving my work and people wanted to buy my work. And I was like, okay, sure, I'll sell stuff. And so I've gotten to sell art to places that I've never even been before. Mm -hmm. And it felt so, so good. And then it kind of turned a little negative. I was on Instagram chasing likes. I didn't feel inspired. I felt Mm -hmm. like I was really forcing my creativity so I had to take a pause Yeah, and it was a really helpful pause because it helped me revisit my why mm-hmm. I really wanted to create art because I needed an outlet. I needed a right. space where I could just honestly create and not worry about if it's pretty and just really embrace the process because poor painting is so unpredictable. Oh. I can do everything in my power to mix the paint to the correct viscosity. I could have the canvas exactly the way I need it. I could have, The stars aligned perfectly and the painting could turn out exactly the opposite of the way I wanted it to just because of the way I laid it in the cup. So it's like I really had to embrace the fact that each painting is unique. Each pour is unique. And I just have to be alive in the present moment and roll with it. I've had moments where I've like made a painting and then like left the room. I live with my partner. And so she'd be like, oh, do you like the painting that you made? And they'd be like, no, I hate it. And then it would dry. And then I'd come back in the next day and be like, oh, my God, like, it's so pretty. I don't know why I hated it in that moment. It's just so interesting because I feel like the reason I hated it was because I had this idea of what I wanted it to look like. And so I couldn't appreciate how beautiful it already was because I was so just like, "Mm, it doesn't look the way I wanted it to look. And like, that's why this process is so important to me, because I have that like approach to my life where I like want things to be the way I expect them to be. And then it uh, like forces me to shut off my ability to appreciate the beauty that's already around me, you know? And so that's why I keep painting and I just move. So I don't have any art hung up, but hopefully I will have some art hung up in this room soon because it's just such a great thing to be able to not only create the art, but then like see it and like revisit it and appreciate it. Well, you guys, you have
0: her website right there. And I want to say, I watch TikTok and Instagram when I skip those videos of artists and when they pour, there's one that I follow on TikTok and they do the pour over like a glass. I just sit there and I watch it and I scroll It's so satisfying. (laughs) I'm like, I wish I can put together, I'm just not that creative type, but I love to watch it. I, I go to art galleries um you know i I enjoy people ask me like what do i appreciate about it i really can't put it into words but it's something Mm -hmm. about i grew up in a very artistic family when i say artistic i mean my sister was like the first black annie in south florida um yeah back in the 80s and she was in oklahoma a lot of plays she was in a lot of productions so musically Mm -hmm. inclined family um I played piano and violin, but I really didn't push it like I probably should have. I play a little bit of guitar now, but I love musicals. Mm. I love theater, that kind of stuff like that. I love writing books. I wrote my first little book when I was a kid. Uh, My dad was so proud, but I love seeing people in arts. Mm. Uh, We were always in dance. We were always just in that. My sister owned a nonprofit dance school in Washington for 13 years.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, so I've always been around like, artsy people and I love it. I'm nowhere near as creative like that as them, but just being surrounded by that, I just love watching and listening. And now my husband, because when my family goes to theater, we get dressed up like we dress up like I have a wig for theater. I have oh. an outfit. Like we go all the way out of a awesome. He's all into it now. We went to see In the Heights and he's like, oh, we need to go to another one. So we went to see Lion King. And then he's like, let's go see Hamilton. And then COVID happened. So, you know, the pandemic happened. So we weren't able to go, but he's all into it now. He's like, oh my goodness, this is an amazing, you know, just thing to be into. We're so into so many other things that really like stopping and pausing and finding creativity from others. Mm -hmm. Creativity is important. That's why, you know, I love that you, do the artistry, you do the dance and meditation um, with the yoga, uh, the movement, the whole movement part, mm-hmm. and that you also are creative in copywriting. So, I mean, we've, we've gone over our time. I don't want to hold you, but I truly appreciate you coming and sharing everything you've shared. It's been a great conversation as always. And you guys check out her art website, this is Kai's art website, and don't forget her program. Tell us when did it start and when does it end and anything? So
1: I'm just in the beta testing phase right now. I'm launching it again in June, but after that, it's really a rolling entry. You can fill out the form and join whenever it's ready for you.
0: Amazing, well, you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, and I cannot Mm -hmm. express enough how much I've enjoyed our two conversations. (laughs) Yeah, your energy is
1: infectious. I always have a great time talking to you
0: You as well. And thank you and keep up the great work. We will be following you on LinkedIn and definitely checking out your programs. And you guys, thank you for joining. Let's chit chat, wellness and travel and have some of the fun travels that Kai has been having. Let's let's all go back to friends. (laughs) Have a good one. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. This is just one of the many free resources I offer to my clients to dump unhealthy habits and begin living. Be sure to visit my website for more free resources and health coaching. Again, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with others so they can join the Let's Chit Chat podcast. Have a great day, you guys. See you next episode.